Welcome back to the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is a super fun episode, and I know this because I've already recorded the main segment of it live on Facebook and YouTube and Float. I did that at 8 a.m. this morning. It's a fun topic, and what we're talking about is six and a half things high school didn't teach me that would have been useful in life. You're going to love it. First off, let's jump into the quote of the day. Since we're talking about things I you know, should have learned in high school, I've got a quote from Abdul Kalam, who is an Indian statesman. And he said, the purpose of education is to make good human beings with skill and expertise. Enlightened human beings can be created by teachers. I want to focus on the first part of that quote. The purpose of education is to make good human beings with skill and expertise. Now, that should be what education is all about. So often, though, education falls short of that. We're going to get into that in the episode. First, before we go there, I want to invite you to join the chat over on Telegram, t.me forward slash Constructive Liberty. If you're on Telegram, you can follow the channel there and get all the updates every time an episode comes out, and you can join the chat. It's not a real active chat, but every now and then we get some good conversations going, and you can leave some feedback, both text and voice feedback, if you like. You can also email any questions you have that you'd like me to address on the show to ken at constructiveliberty.com, or if you're in the Telegram chat, just drop your questions there or comments or something you want me to share or something you think I should look into. I'm always looking for more of those. I also want to invite you, it's not too late to join in on the 30-day challenge that I'm going through. Um, For you, it's going to be like a a 13-day challenge because we're halfway through it already. But I'm listening to The Strangest Secret. It's an audio recording from Earl Nightingale back in, I don't know, 40s or 50s or 60s. I'm not sure what era it's from. But Earl Nightingale was a business businessman way back in the day. And he recorded this audio to help develop his, uh, his employees, to help them to become more well-rounded, more... Uh, better human beings. It's called The Strangest Secret. I'm listening to this audio every single day. And it struck me a couple of days ago, well, last week, that there needed to be a workbook to go along with it. Well, I've created just such a workbook. And I'm going to drop a link in the show notes where you can go download the workbook, listen to The Strangest Secret audio every day, go through the workbook. You'll love it. It will change your life, helping you create the life you want the most success possible in your life. With that, six and a half things high school didn't teach me. There's a lot of things that high school taught me, but there is quite a few things that high school did not teach me that I wish I would have known. And I can see there's a couple of people watching. Drop a comment in the chat, say hey. Um, Yeah, let's jump into it. Six and a half things high school did not teach me that would have been useful to know in life. The first one is... How to find or create work you love. Um, Dan Miller says this a lot. Dan Miller has the 48 Days Eagles podcast and online community and all of that. And his whole spiel is how to find or create work you love. And I think that would be, it is such an important skill in life is understanding. Hey, Ronald, morning. Glad you joined us today. Um, is such an important thing in life is finding and creating work that you love. 
school is not designed and developed to help individuals um, expand or to discover their their God-given potential. It's if you go back to to when school was created way back in the 1800s or at least the the modern iteration of school that was right around the age of uh, when industrialism was coming in and school was designed to basically create factory workers it was conditioning these kids to respond to bells to stick to schedules and and Basically, what it was doing was taking unique puzzle pieces, these kids, and forming them into blocks that are easily fit into a nice schedule or a nice, you know, area, easily stackable blocks, essentially. It's taking unique individuals and transforming them into something that can fit exactly where factory workers or government wants these people to fit. And so, I think that we would be better suited, you know, in a homeschool environment or even um, an after school program, if you want to add that to it, helping kids really discover their God given abilities and talents and the things that they're interested in. It's not designed to do that. It didn't help me do that. Um, I came up with a, uh, I'll get into that. Your purpose in life, which is the second thing school didn't teach me that I wish I would have learned, is how to find purpose in life. Your purpose in life, came up with a little graphic here, hope you can see that, is it takes that first thing, your interests. Okay, we talked about developing your interests. You know, I love baseball. I like football, mostly any sports. I like the outdoors. I like learning things. There's a lot of things that I'm interested in that I'm not necessarily skilled in. Then you have things that you're skilled in that, um, you know, some of it you might not necessarily be interested in, but you can do that very good. And then you also have the ability to impact the lives of other people. So you've got your interests, your skills, and your area of impact. And when you can live life right here, Combine those three things, your interests, your skills, and your ability to impact other people, that is purpose in life. And if if school would design or develop kids to discover who they are, who God created them to be, um, help them to you know, push them towards their interests and develop skills in that area, figure out how to impact the lives of other people with those things, we would have much happier people today. We'd have the world be a better place because people would be doing work they love and reaching the lives of other people. They'd be impacting people. And that's what I think purpose is. The third thing that I wish school had taught me is using technology to create a better life. Okay. So (laughs) we didn't have all the tech way back when I say way back, back when I was in school, we didn't have quite as much technology as we do nowadays. But today we have the ability to reach hundreds of thousands and maybe even millions of people if you can build a big enough brand through the internet with technology. But that's not the only thing that technology can be used for. You know, I'm sitting here speaking to you on a camera. This is going to come out on a podcast later today. So you can listen to the audio at that point. This video is going to stay up online until it gets removed for some unknown reason in the future. But technology has an infinite ability to make your life better. 
does have a downside. It can make your life worse. But, you know, we stay more connected than ever through our phones, through social media. Um, when I was in school, my teacher told me I, I wouldn't have a calculator in my pocket every day. So I had to learn math. Well, guess what? My life is better because I have a calculator attached to my hand almost 24-7. I was told I had to learn all of these things because they would help me in life. You know, random capital of random country in Africa or the name and uh, skeletal structure of some random gecko in Madagascar or whatever. Like, I don't need to know those things in life. And if I want to know them, it's simply a question away on Google or whatever search engine you want to use. Technology can make your life infinitely better. Take your interest or my interest in sports, for instance, okay? Love baseball. So in the last 20 years with cameras and all the different kinds of technology, they have begun to measure every single aspect of the game of baseball. From the speed of a pitch out of a baseball, out of a pitcher's hand to the spin rate that the pitch spins at to how much it, to the run rate or whatever they call that, like the, the movement of the pitch, they measure the speed off of the bat and the launch angle. And they can tell the likelihood of a batted ball becoming a hit by the speed off the bat and the launch angle. Like it's amazing. All of those things, you know, we talked about your interests and your skills and your impact and all of those things. If you, were allowed to develop your interests in school, you might have been the one to come up with sabermetrics, all the all the tracking of things in sports. Like people use all of those things because they're interested in them. And they can do that through technology. There's so many other ways that technology can make your life better. Um, you got anything you want to learn is online. All you got to do is go search into, into YouTube and you can find whatever you want to know. And if you can't find it on there, you can probably go do some research at, uh, at a library. You know, if they still have those, I haven't been to a library in years, but you can find the information out there and you can create the video. You can put that information out there and, and that might be a monetization source for you because you're interested in it and you can develop that skill, bump the mic there and, create an impact on the lives of other people. You know, I showed this a minute ago. You have to utilize these things and school does not teach you how to combine your interests and your skills to create an impact in the world. Thing number four that I wish school had taught me is how to be an effective salesman. <laughs> Most people would say, I mean, they would, a lot of people would rather die than be a salesman or be uh, attacked or talked to by a salesman because we had this vision in our mind of a salesman. You know, they're they're trying to uh, talk you or con you into a sale. But an effective salesman is merely someone who helps you purchase what you want to purchase. You know, we often think of salesmen as someone on a car lot. You know, a car salesman. That's that's what we always go to as a used car salesman. Oftentimes, you know, there, there's a reason that there's a stigma for the bad used car salesman. But there's a reason that you went to that car lot in the first place. If a good salesman, <laughs> Aaron says, yes, I'm a horrible salesperson, even though there's so many things I really want to provide for people. 
And that is where I think a good effective salesman comes in at is rather than trying to force a sale on people, it's helping people bridge that gap between this is what I need and here's the thing that I want and need, or here's what I want. A salesman can see what the person wants and really connects them with their need. You don't have to convince them to buy or you don't have to uh, to con them into a sale, but it's merely connecting the two, the buyer with what they want and combining them. And if you can learn how to read people, and we're going to get into that in the in the next thing that I wish I had learned in school. If you can learn how to read people a little bit, you know how to talk to their needs. You know how to talk to their wants. You know how to speak to them to really break down the barriers to make a sale. I'm not a great salesman, but I do sell because I'm in construction. And so anytime when somebody calls me and says, hey, I have this need, I have to learn how to talk to them, how to speak to what they want, how to understand their needs. And I go make that sale. Each and every one of us, no matter what our industry, or even if we're just a nine to five employee, we still have to sell other people on our skills, on our abilities, on whatever it is that you want. Um, If you get married, you had to sell your spouse on yourself. You are the product and you have to sell yourself to other people. So if you can learn how to be an effective salesman, that's not saying how to con people, but how to connect a person that wants something with what they want. That is an effective salesman. The fifth thing that I wish I had learned in school has to do with personality, personality insights, really. How to read people, how to understand people. But even more than that is understanding yourself. You know, I'm a huge uh, disc personality person. Like I, I love disc. It's fun to talk about. It's fun to to understand people based on their disc personalities. It's interesting and exciting for me. It, it's one of those things, you know, for me, it's it's an interest of mine that I'm developing into a skill and it can create massive impact for people when when they understand it. So I'm I'm really trying to develop that. And I'm actually, I'm going to be at Self-Reliance Festival in October. Go to selfrelianceFestival.com and get your tickets there. I'm actually going to be speaking on personality there, um, bridging the personality gap to create stronger communities. It's going to be a fun topic. But it's it's one of those things that when you understand it, when you when you know how people operate, you you can really speak to them. It helps in every aspect of life, from being a salesman to creating strong relationships, to building um, effective relationships, um, strategic relationships. No matter what it is, everything in life comes back to the relationship that you're building. And if you can understand how personalities work, and you can understand the different types of personalities, what their needs are, what their wants are, what their focus in life is, it would be so much better. And I wish I learned that in school. I didn't learn it until just a couple of years ago. I'm still learning it. I'm still developing that knowledge, skill, interest, and creating an impact with it. The sixth thing I wish I had learned in school, how money actually works. So I always knew that I had to go to work, I had to earn money, and I had to go spend money to get the things I want. Okay, so I didn't, 
I didn't really understand the full logistics of money. I just knew that it came from there to me and went from me to there. Like it was just a pass through. I was just a middleman. But to understand how money in, in today's system actually works, I'm learning that. That that actually is the number one skill I wish I had learned in high school. And I'm really trying to develop that skill. It's it's a major process and it's very in-depth and makes me want to pull my hair out sometimes because I just can't seem to grasp the concepts of it. But what I'm learning is that if you go work, yes, you create a product or you create value, but you have to, there's a lot of expenses that come with that from the taxes, from the, all of the things that are on top of that, whether that's right or wrong in the system that we live in, that's part of it. How money works in the system, how a lot of people develop wealth is through real estate or through owning assets. And the mentality that we learn or that I learned in school is to go get a job and go buy what you want, live your life. I didn't learn how to uh, develop and create and um, own assets that would bring me money rather than me just putting in, exchanging my time for money. So I'm still trying to learn that. That, That's my number one skill in life to develop that I'm working on. And then I said six and a half things that I wish school had taught me. The last one is critical thinking, how to look at something and view it from all angles, really. You know, I learned that a little bit. You know, you had, you had to learn a little bit of critical thinking in school, but it was only applied to certain things. You know, you know, you stay inside this box and think critically about these things, but everything out here, you just accept them. When in reality, everything out here, you definitely need to look at from all angles, really understand what's behind it, what goes into it, the why of all of those things. You need to understand those things. And critical thinking is a hugely um, underrated skill. It's hugely missing in today's society. And we need to develop that in our youth, in our kids, in our teens, in our adults even, because most adults don't think critically. They just go do. And so if you can learn to view and observe and test and to, uh, there's a quote out there that says something like uh, critical thinking is the ability to uh, hear a hear a hypothesis without accepting it or something like that to to really open your mind to it without it becoming lodged in there essentially to allow the thought to accept it without taking it in and believing it so critical thinking Six and a half things I wish I'd learned in high school. How to find or create work you love. Also business management. Um, Finding purpose in life. Using tech to make life better. How to be an effective salesman. Personality insights. How money actually works. And then critical thinking. What else should we have learned in high school? Drop Drop a comment down below. Things that you think we should have learned in school. Things that you're teaching your kids in school, out of school. Maybe you're a homeschooler. Um, that's awesome. I, I love that. I, I push everything I do, all of my content towards helping people who are learning outside the system, towards helping them develop their own interests, their own skills, their own abilities, their own critical thinking to create 
the life they want to live, to create a better life. So I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on what uh, you feel should have been taught in school. I told you that was going to be a fun episode. That was like good stuff. Um, if you want to support the show, I'd love it if you would go listen to the podcast over on a podcast 2.0, like fountain.fm. Uh, download it. Look, you can support the show with Bitcoin, okay? Or you can just, you know, drop me some cash every now and then on Cash App or PayPal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I do this because I love it. But if you want to support the show, listen to it on Fountain, and I'll drop a link to that in the show notes as well. Or you can buy me a book from my Amazon wish list. I'm always reading books, and I'm always looking for new books to read. And I've got a full wish list, so you can help a guy out. Before I end the show, I want to end with another quote that fits right in with the main topic of the show. This one comes from Kalam Anji Reddy. I don't know who these people are, but they have good quotes. So, everyone has a purpose in life and a unique talent to give to others. When we blend this unique talent with service to others, we experience the ecstasy and exaltation of our spirit. Everyone has a purpose in life and a unique talent to give others. That was the number one thing or the first thing that I said I wish had been taught in school. How to develop ourselves, how to find our purpose, creating work we love that's giving that unique talent to others, okay? Blending our talent, blending our uniqueness, our personality with service to others. That is what life is all about. Question for the day is, what's something you feel should have been but was not taught in school? Do good work.